0: Awesome. Well, happy new year. Who's happy to be in church on first day of the year? I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I couldn't wait to get here. There is something so special about New Year's Day being on a Sunday. And the fact that you guys are here is a statement. Your action of showing up to church. How many people stayed up until midnight last night and you're here? Let's give them a round of applause. That's really something. How many of you guys did not go to bed Or went to bed before midnight, that's me. We tried, we tried, and then we were like, kids, sorry, mom and dad are tired, and we've got a big day tomorrow. But man, this is a statement. Here we are on day one of 2023, saying, God, I want to put you first, and I'm going to show you that by my actions. Man, so much expectancy at the start of a new year. As you can see, we're in a brand new series called Book of Prayers. We always like to start out the new year the month of January, in a posture of prayer to say, God, I want to seek you first on the first month of the year and, and really devote extra intentionality to prayer because we have a, a book called the Bible that's really a book of prayers and a reminder that anything powerful, anything good that God does, he does through prayer. He has formed us in a way that he has given us free will and he chooses to move through us, and through prayer. There's power in prayer. So we're so excited. Every January, we do 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, that will start next week. Our Day one of 21 days of prayer and fasting will start next Monday, the 9th. We'll kind of kick it off next Sunday, kind of leaning into it. But I want to give you a heads up. Every January, we have a different theme for this 21 days of prayer and fasting. And this year, the theme is um, a prayer list challenge. We're really really burdened to pray for those in our life that are far from God. And, you know, we're coming into a new building, a new space. We've been talking about for the last nine months, man. We're going to come into this new space to welcome home more people. In the month of January, we're going to have our hearts burdened to pray. It's called intercessory prayer. Pray for those who are far from God. So I I wanted to give you a heads up today to start pondering You know, I know know in my life, sometimes there's times that I'm like, man, I wish I was praying more for so-and-so, or I wish I was praying more about this one situation, or whatever it might be, or this one people group. In the month of January, I want to encourage you guys this week to start pondering, okay, if I could dedicate 21 days to praying for the same list of people every single day, who who has God burdened my heart for lately? Who is someone or someone's or some people group that's just been a burden on my heart? Like, I just love them. I just care about them. I just want God's best for them. I want them to know God personally, live for him passionately, and I believe in the power of prayer. And so, man, I'm so excited to pray for this hit list, this prayer list in 21 days coming up. So I want to encourage you guys, ponder that. If you could dedicate 21 days of January to praying for the same people every day and just cover them prayer. What Who would that be? What would that look like? And maybe start even making a list. Eric and I have a running Google Doc list, and it's getting quite long, but I'm so excited for these 21 days of prayer and fasting. But today's January 1st. Happy New Year. Happy first day of 2023. We are officially in it. The first Sunday of the year, the first day Of the year, so excited this evening. We'll be over at the new building for our new year party and pray event. It's gonna be so fun. So, so fun. Um, So, that's tonight, five to seven at the new building. Hope to see all of you guys there. But today is a day of beginnings. Today is like the first page of a good new book, it's like the first practice of a new season. It's like day one of a new adventure. It's the first page, empty page on a new journal. It's a blank canvas. Because 2022 is behind us. We are no longer in 2022. We can all take a deep breath about that. The pain and the struggles and the heartache of 2022 are behind us. Scripture says, forget those things that are behind and press forward to those things that are ahead. We can be grateful. Pause last night with the kids. We paused and... And talked about what are we grateful for from 2022. Cherish those things, carry them with you. But man, we're heading into a new season, a new year, fresh start. Our mind can be clear. The page is blank. The canvas is blank. Our mind can be clear with expectation of, Lord, what are you going to do in 2022? Today's a family service. So for the kids, today is a first. Kind of like the first day of school. That's hype. That's hype or like the first day that you get to use your new gift from Christmas, or the first day that you get to wear the new outfit that you got under the tree. There's something so special about beginnings and firsts, right? Today is the first day that we live on the planet in 2023. I've been so excited to be here with you guys, to worship, to seek God together on this first day of the year. And I really, I have one question just burdening in my heart that I hope we all leave with this question echoing in our heart. Because before we really cement our resolutions and, and really commit to our new habits and our new goals, I've got one question I want all of us to ponder in a heartfelt way. Let's pray and then we'll go to scripture. Lord, we love you so much. God, we thank you for today, day one of 2023. God, we thank you. We have expectation for what you're going to do in and through us. And God, we want to hear from you about what your plan is for 2023. Lord, give us ears to hear and eyes to see what you're speaking to us individually and collectively this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So Ecclesiastes 3.14 says this. It says, and I know whatever God does, it shall be forever." Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. I was reading through Ecclesiastes a couple weeks ago, and this scripture just popped off the page at me. I love that phrase. Can you guys put it back on the screen? Whatever God does, it shall be forever. There's a lot of things that we can do in our own ambition and striving and ideas that doesn't last forever. But the things that God's doing through our life, the things that God has initiated in our life, the, God, the things that God springs forth in our life, those are the things that last forever. What's God doing because it lasts forever? So that's the question this morning. What is God doing in your life? What's God doing in your life? Because those are the things that will last forever. Forever. And so before we cement what our goals are, we need to know first and foremost, God, what's your priority for this year? God, what's your agenda for this year? What's your vision for my 2023? What's your priorities? What's your plan? What's your path for me to walk out? Because adults, I don't know about you guys, but if you've been around alive for a while, you know that Eric and I are big on vision. We celebrate setting new goals and habits and casting the vision, writing the vision. Scripture says without vision, people perish, right? When we don't know what we're running towards, we cast off restraint. We run wild. And so, but there's all kinds of goals and habits and things that we can set before considering what God's priorities are, right? So before we make a list of what we want to do with our finances and how we want to increase our income or save or give before we make plans for dropping that dress size or that pant size before we make goals of the vacations we want to do and all the different things that we could make a list of let's ponder this morning god what are you doing in my life because that is what is going to last forever i like the imagery of like if we were going to go out to lunch this afternoon And if you were to go out to lunch, just you and God, and he was sitting across the table from you, and you guys were talking about 2023, what would he have to say to you about his priorities, his plans, and what he really hopes for your life in 2023? I think maybe sometimes his priorities, the things that he really cares about, might be surprising to us. Because sometimes when it comes to our personal lives, we can have this hype idea of what a new year is going to bring. Then I'm just so hyped because God's going to do amazing things. And in our mind, we picture what that is. And God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. But sometimes we have this vision of the most hype thing that God could do. And God's like, the hypest vision that I have for you this year is for you to grow in humility and dependence on me, right? Seeing things clearly, seeing his priorities help us get the vision for this year. This past week, um, we went on a surprise trip to Chicago with our kids. It was so, so fun. We surprised them Christmas morning and said, hey, we're leaving for a trip and we're actually leaving tomorrow, and it was so fun to have time together we walked six miles a day throughout Chicago. That was a surprising and um, good part of the trip to burn all those calories. Um, but last minute, we did, we did all kinds of things when we were there, but last minute we found a steal of a deal on StubHub to go to the Bulls-Bucks game with the kids, and it was so fun. Um, Eric's a big Bulls fan, and the kids have, through osmosis, received that from him as well. Um, but we got nosebleed tickets and it was a fun game and we ate the food and we had fun and it, it was good, but towards the end of the game, there was just a couple minutes left in the game and, um, the Bulls were down really, really bad. And so we're like, oh, you know, we're three stories up, we still got to go down the escalator two times and make our way back and it's late and so let's just head out and we'll beat the traffic to get out. So we go down the two stories and we had heard that if kids get a, on the kids' first, um, Game, they can get a gift certificate. So, we went to the guest service desk to get the certificate that it was their first game at the United Center and all this stuff. And the lady at the desk is like, Oh man, bummer that they lost the game. You know, it's like two minutes left, and everyone's like, This game's over. And so, we're walking out, and you can see the game on the screens. And as we're walking out, like it becomes a two point game. And we're on the main floor, and we're about to leave. We're like, We can't leave. So, we run into the closest arena entrance. And now, instead of being in the nosebleed, we're like right at floor level watching. And for those of you that care, it was a really great game, but a steal led to a dunk and the Bulls tied it. So it went to overtime and it was just so fun and so hype. So anyways, we stayed and we saw the whole thing and it was super fun. Highlight of the trip. The next morning in the hotel, we were watching the recap of the game and Giannis, I talk about basketball like I really know what I'm talking about, but all I hear about is from the boys. So Giannis had like Crazy stats that game. He had like 45 points and 22 rebounds and all the stuff. Was it? Okay. ESPN said 22, but it was a lot of stats. Giannis, so the ESPN people were like, oh, it was like this breakout massive game. But even with all of his stats, the Bucks couldn't win the game. And so it got me thinking about, you know, sometimes we're looking at the wrong stats. Yo had this breakout game, all these points and all these rebounds, but it didn't win the game. And so many times in life, we can be so focused on the wrong stats. Like, I just want to perform in this area. I just want to get these points and these rebounds. And God's like, I'm not even looking at those stats. Like, that's not even what I'm looking at. You know, you're so focused on what you're doing on the court, but I'm actually really focused on how you're treating your teammates in the locker room and how you're responding with honor to your coach having God's perspective and his priorities in life. At the end of service we're going to close with a song, a worship moment and really a prayer-filled moment to have a moment with the Lord to say God, what is your plan for 2023? God, what is your priorities? What is your purpose for me this year? Like what are the stats that you're looking at? What are What are the things that you're wanting to grow in me? what's, What's your priority this year, God? And from that place, I can make my goals and my habits and all of the things. So before we have that moment in prayer, I just want to give us a couple of handles of like how practically do we discern what God's plan is for our life in 2023? You know, making God a priority in life, we're not going to talk in great detail about this, but Making God a priority in our life, it's going to involve being in his word and being connected to his church and following the leading and the guiding of his Holy Spirit, right? The word of God is forever. If we want to follow what God's doing and it lasts forever, the word of God lasts forever, that has to be a priority in our life, right? The church, the global church, the community of believers on earth, that is the only thing that God's building on earth is the church. And so if we want to be connected with God's plan for our life, it's going to be connected with his church because it is, we are his bride and it is the thing that he's doing on earth. In his spirit, God moves and leads us through his spirit. And so those are things that I'm assuming that we're all on the same page on. But when it comes to practically, how do you walk this out practically for your personal life? I've just got a couple of thoughts I want to share with you as you ponder, God, what's your plan for me specifically as I walk out your plan because whatever you're doing lasts forever, and I want to be a part of that. Number one is this thought: What is your time and season? What is your time and season? God works in times and seasons. God's plan for your life in 2023 will be linked to the season that your life ha- that God has you in in 2023. Ecclesiastes 3:1 says, "To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven." God's plan this year will be linked to the season that he has for you. And um, the Old Testament, the time of King David, there were the sons of Issachar, which were known, it was a family group that was known for being able to discern and have understanding of the times. And because they understood the season, they knew how to prioritize, they knew how to act. And you see this scripture in 1 Chronicles twelve thirty two. it says, the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Because they had understanding of the season and the times, it allowed them to know what to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. So understanding the season that we're in, understanding the time that we live in. Yes, globally, what are the times that we live in? But in your personal life, there's a season for everything, right? What is the season that you're in? And cheat code, oftentimes we're in numerous seasons all at the same time, right? It's not just this one singular season. All the dimensions of our life have different seasons happening all at the same time. But are you in a pioneering season? Are you in a season where God's testing your faithfulness? Are you in a humility season? God's saying... Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Humble yourself before the Lord that he might exalt you in due season. Are you in a building season? Are you in a savings season when it comes to your finances? Or are you in an extravagant giving and sowing season? Are you in a parenting season? Are you in a toddler season? Are you in a pruning season or a learning, educational season? Are you in a season of healing and processing are you in a community-building season? You know this is a season to invest in relationships. Are you in a leadership growth season? We could go on and on forever. But when you discern the priority of this season from God's vantage point, what is the phrase or what is the theme of the season that you're in? Because when you understand the times and the seasons, then it helps you know what you ought to do, like the sons of Issachar, right? Right? Because it can be really frustrating if you're in a learning season, but you have hopes and aspirations to be doing building season things. Yes, someday you'll be in a building season, but right now you're in a learning season. Does that make sense? Understanding seasons really matters. When you recognize the God-ordained season, it helps you prioritize your goals, you know, Eric and I were doing finances a couple months ago and listing out all of the different things that we want to do to the house and things that we need to save for and how to shift all the money and prioritize all the money in addition to the amount of money that's on our heart to give towards the Welcome Home Building campaign. And um, there was a lot of financial goals on the page. <laughs> and, and, then we po- and then we pondered our season. We said, okay, what's the priority of this season? And we pondered, you know what? As a church family, we are in a welcome home campaign right now. Like, we're in a building campaign. We don't know the next time that we're going to be raising funds to move into this new building. What a, And God is definitely in this moment. God is definitely, this is a definitely a God-ordained season that we're a part of. And so it really quick helped us prioritize what goals were going to be met first. When we recognize this season, I mean, this season for the next however many months, is left in the new building campaign, we have the opportunity to sow into what we know for sure God is doing in this transition to the new building, to welcome home more people. And it was easy and made it joyful to say, oh, this is a moment, this is a season. And who knows when we'll have this season again. God willing, we'll have more buildings and more campuses and all of that, but we don't know when the next time that is. And so it it helped us see what God was doing in this moment and how we ought to move forward specifically in our finances in that arena. Finances is obviously just one aspect of life, but how does your God ordained season give clarity to what God is doing in your life? The second thought is we're discerning God, what is your plan for me? God, what are you doing? Is this, what is the desire of your heart? What's the desire of your heart? Psalm 37, 3 through 5 says, trust, there's so much in this scripture. Trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land. And feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. There's a lot in there. Trust in the Lord, do good, dwell in the land, feed on his faithfulness. But the part that's connected to the desires of our heart is delight in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And then commit those desires to the Lord and trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So as we're locating, God, what is your plan? What are you doing in my life? God moves through our heart. He speaks to us through our heart. So what's going on in your heart? Like, what's the desire of your heart? And like this morning, I have the desire on my heart to have a vanilla latte. Those aren't the desires we're talking about, though. Maybe you have a desire on your heart right now to have Mexican for lunch. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the desires that have been on your heart, the holy longings that have been on your heart for a long time, the things that you could stay up all night and pray about, the things that you could get mad about, the things that you could cry about, the things that are a holy longing that are there in your heart for longer than a moment, right? What is that in there? The scripture says when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he'll give us the desires of our heart. So are you delighting in the Lord? Is he your number one? Is he your one and only? Are you like, God, I don't care about what I desire, but what do you desire? Like, is that your heart's posture? And if so, oftentimes people are like, I don't know what God wants me to do and they're just so sold out for the Lord. And I'm like, what do you desire? Because if you're so sold out for the Lord and delighting in him and he's your one thing, then you can trust the desires that are within your heart. Because as you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart, and, and the desires become, feel so familiar to you, you think it's your own desire, but really it's something that is the Lord's that he's placed within you, but you, you know, abide in the Father, and his His will, you know, ask what you will, and it shall be done, because you're so connected to the Father that your, his desires have become your desires. So locating what's going on in our heart is a good way to discern what's going on, what, what God's plans are for 2023? Is there a holy longing? Is there a desire that is in there that you've given to the Lord, but it, it continues to be there? In this moment, as we're going to pray here in a moment, ask the Lord about it. I don't have it for the screen, but um, Psalm 45 talks about how our heart can overflow with a good theme. Is there a theme that has just been in your heart recently? Is God in that, and what's he saying in that? And really this um, point one about times and seasons and point two about desires of the heart, really they're two sides of the same coin because sometimes we can be like, but God, this is a desire of my heart. And he's like, yeah, but remember times and seasons, discerning God, help me to locate what you're doing, when you're doing it, how you're doing it, times and seasons. Proverbs 16:9 says, within your heart, you can make plans for your future but the Lord chooses the steps that you take to get there. So how does the theme and the desire of your heart give clarity to God's plan for your life? And lastly is this, as we're locating God, what's your plan for my life in 2023? Um, <laughs> I don't have two minutes. I got more than two minutes left. <laughs> um, I'll go to the next slide somehow. Um, Number three is, what has God spoken? Lastly, is there a scripture that you just can't shake, that God has put on your heart? Is there something that the Holy Spirit's been speaking to your heart about? Is there a theme in scripture that just keeps popping out? We believe that the Bible is God speaking to us, and oftentimes people say, I just don't, don't hear God speaking to me. God doesn't speak to me and um to that my next question is often like have you been reading your bible lately because if you're reading your bible on a daily basis god will speak to you it's the primary way that god speaks to us is through his word so if you're in a place where you're like i don't hear god's voice and what does he want me to do and i don't understand what he's saying to me just start getting in the habit of reading your bible every day a verse a chapter read through the book of john read through the book of proverbs like we just did as you do come with expectation. God, I'm hungry. I need to hear from you. I need to know how to handle this situation with my friend. I need to know how to handle this situation with my coach, with my child, with my spouse. I need to know what God, what your plan is, and He will speak to you through the Word. Psalm 19:105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Scripture also says that the word and the spirit agree. And so the Holy Spirit speaks to our heart, right? And what God's speaking to our heart, God will confirm with scripture. John 16, 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit in the word will lead us and guide us. So in a moment here, we're going to go into a song of response. And we're gonna just sing a a song of worship to the Lord. But um, as with worship at the beginning of service, you know, we're singing to the Lord, but we're talking about prayer this month. And prayer is a conversation, it's a two-way street. We talk to God and God speaks to us. And even during worship, as as we're singing, we're worshiping the Lord, we're having a conversation with the Lord. We're talking to him, we're praising him. we're thanking him right? but I want to encourage you for sure in this next moment, but every Sunday during worship, come with the expectation to not only worship God but also to hear from him. There's been so many times, countless times that I'm a, I've, I've had you know I've been asking the Lord about something all week or I've been asking the Lord about something my prayer journals lit up with questions about a certain situation. And I show up on a prayer night on a Sunday night, or I show up on Sunday morning, and all of a sudden the answer just drops in my heart as I'm worshiping. Grab my notebook and write it down so I don't forget. So as we're worshiping, we're worshiping in a minute, we're gonna go into a time of worship. And we're gonna worship the Lord, we're gonna praise him, we're gonna thank him, we're gonna say, Lord, give me a vision. And as we do, we come with expectation that he's gonna drop stuff in our heart. And it might just be a word. It might just be a scripture you know, one word from God, bless you all year. He says humility. All right, that's my theme this year. So we come with that expectation to hear from God and write it down and honor it, right? I have great expectation that as we go into this time of worship and prayer, that God's going to speak. He's going to bring clarity. He's going to bring vision. But I also believe that it's part one of a a longer conversation. I want to encourage you this week, the first week of 2023, set some time aside to be with the Lord, to ask him these questions. Have some time, go to a coffee shop, go to a quiet space in your home. Say, God, what is the season that I'm in? Sit across from the Lord in the morning and say, God, what's your priority? What's your plan for 2023? What's the season that I'm in? What are your priorities this year? What are you wanting to me to grow in? What are you trying to download to me? How can I prioritize things in my life according to your plan with understanding of the times? I'll end with this scripture and then we'll go into a time of prayer. Because sometimes people can be like, man, it just seems so far out. I'm going remove the scripture just from it. It seems so far out. Like, is it even attainable to know what the plans of God are? And the scripture says that it is. First Corinthians 2, 9-10 says, but it's written, I has not seen, nor, nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared. And so if you end there, you're like, see, there's no way we can even know what God has prepared for us. But you got to keep reading for those who love him. But God has revealed them, has revealed what? God has revealed the things which God has prepared to us. How? Through his spirit. For the Spirit searches all the things, yes, the deep things of God. God doesn't want us to be in the dark on his plans for 2023. Yes, we got to walk by faith. He's not going to show us every day of the year and what every day is going to look like, right? He's going to give us insight, though, as we lean into him. Let's pray, and then we'll go into a time of worship and prayer. Lord, we love you so much. And God, we thank you that you don't want us in the dark. You want us aware of what you're doing. And God, we want to be aware of what you're doing because we don't want to waste our time striving towards goals and and meeting benchmarks and stats that you don't even care about and things that won't even last forever. God, help us perceive and be aware of what you are doing. Help us discern the times so that we can know you are doing. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Come and have your will. Our heart is alert. Our mind is alert. God, to what you're speaking. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.